I just had a fabulous listener email me and she said, Sarah, does Nutrafol work for men too? You better believe it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement for men and women with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Hello, me included. Nutrafol changed my life post-baby and postpartum hair. Amazing. Also, a lot of women going through menopause say that Nutrafol works for them as well. And like I mentioned, it works for the fellas. Take the first step right now to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering my TSFS listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hair care stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TSFS. Woohoo! Every day I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby. And Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. me oh hey girl hey girl hey i love that we can now toast oh 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 <laughs> that's a great start to the show everybody <laughs> we're already drunk hi louise Hey. Hey. Luis is our digital content creator. Welcome to the Hey Fresh podcast. It is Monday. AJ Producer. AJ is here. I'm here. Oh my God. I am like, okay, I seem like I'm out of 10 energy, but I swear inside I am out of three. And I, I really think it's these acupuncture energy balls that are stuck in my ear that are super painful. They're turning my ear red. I don't know what the hell well, is going on. I, I was excited because I thought you got like super cool piercings. What, <laughs> what the hell is an energy ball? Now, I don't go okay. to acupuncture. So I went to an acupuncture. I went to a new acupuncturist over the weekend. I used to go to Tacoma Park. You know, that's where my, if you're in the D.C. area and you listen to us in the D.C. area, Tacoma Park is this really cool little like suburb of Maryland. It's like crunchy. It's organic. I love it. <laughs> Yeah. All the good therapists are there. So I used to go there and to see Robin, my mindful eating and living therapist for years. Because I love Robin. 
love Robin. I used to live in D.C. And then in her office, they had this awesome acupuncturist, Carolyn. So I went there. She was so good. But now I live in Arlington. It's just really hard to get there. I don't have a car. I basically take scooters everywhere. You know, it's just me <laughs> on my backpack and like a double scooter ride. So um, oh, that backpack. I looked for a new acupuncturist in Arlington and I found her. I really like her. I went for the first time on Friday. I was completely out of it. And then she's like, oh, um, you know, are you having your menstrual cycle? And I was like, yeah, I am. And she's like, okay, well, I'm just going to do some things in your ears, like put some needles in. This should probably help like slow down your menstrual strike cycle. It'll probably cut a few days off. Um, and then I'm going to put these energy balls because there's a lot of women's liver and chi flow in your ears. I don't know what half that shit means, but it sounds good when you're on the table. You're like, yes, my chi. All of that. So she does that. And I've had, I'm like, my menstrual cycle is like six times as heavy as it's ever been. I'm like, what is going on? That's the parting the Red Sea inside your body. I'm like, what the hell? I, these energy balls are working a little too much. I don't know if anyone's ever had them, but I I'm, I love all this and stuff. And they're just supposed to balance out all your stuff in all your, your body, equal yeah. equilibrium. And um, they look like cool piercings. They're like little shiny balls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're supposed to leave them in for a week. And they're kind of like at the top of your ear. Yeah. And they're, they're taped in there. So if you want to take them out, dig them out and she said well and if you put pressure on them that signals something else to your body so be sure to take them out after only like a day if you like hold them as pressure points i'm like oh okay i'm like i'm flowing like insane now can you imagine if i held these things down as (laughs) pressure points i don't think so okay (laughs) i don't know they look pretty intense and i've never heard of that before in my entire life um neither have i so maybe if you're an acupuncturist or you get acupuncture regularly and you're watching this maybe you can leave a comment on our facebook live um we are live on facebook every mondays and wednesdays we're super excited today because sammy fishbein who is one of the co-founders of betches if you guys follow Betches on Instagram. They have an incredible brand. They started in 2011, three friends in a dorm room. I'm always amazed at this because in radio, you know, radio morning shows and radio people rarely stay together. Like they all hate each other. I like it's know. very, it's really hard to make a radio show work. Yes, so I was thinking that too. I'm amazed. Like I'm always fascinated when people are business partners for a long time, how they do it. And it's three girls. And sometimes the girls can get a little catty. Yes. And um, and they're all amazing. I think they're just best friends since college. And they were like, we're not going to let this destroy us. We're just going to own shit. And well, that's what they do. I want to ask Sammy when she, because Sammy's basically calling in. We're, we're calling Sammy to have her on the show. Uh, if you didn't see this on my social media, I'm sure many of you follow along at Hey Frage on Instagram, Twitter, Hey Frage podcast on Facebook. But this Thursday at 6 and I in Washington, D.C., the three co-founders, a Eileen, Jordana, and Sammy are all doing a book signing and talk. I'm hosting it. I'm, I'm honored, 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 honored that their people reached out and wanted me to do it. Um, AJ, producer AJ will be there. So we're hosting it and it's a Q&A with them. And then you can purchase the book beforehand or you can purchase the book there. there and it's called When's Happy Hour. And it's essentially all the career advice that a woman or guy, I'm sure they have lots of men because their accounts are super funny, want. So um, it, you can still get your tickets. You can go to HeyFrage.com. Click events. It's right there. You can go to sixandi.com, their website, get tickets there. Um, But Sammy is going to be here on the show in a second. Um, So we're super, super excited. I wanted to thank just um, one of our sponsors, though. We have to thank Dr. Mary, who's our, and you can actually, AJ, if you want to dial, if you want to dial Sammy and get her on the line, I'll uh, I'll just thank Dr. Mary. Um, She is our dentist in Germantown, Maryland from Total Dental Care. We love that they are sponsors of the Hey Fresh Pod. Total Dental Care is your one-stop shop for all dental needs. 
general dentistry, periodontics, oral surgery, and so much more. They take everybody in the entire family. They're also offering a $99 special for new patients, which includes cleaning for non-perio patients and more. Hey, Sammy. Hey, Sammy. You are on the Hey Fresh podcast. Oh, hi. How are Thanks you? For having me on. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk uh, to you guys. Uh, this, oh, are you kidding me? Thank you. Yeah. Like, I am literally obsessed with you guys. No, I'm, I'm living my dream. Thank you. No, this is so exciting Thank for you. me. I know. Yeah, we're very excited. We're very excited to um, to be on the panel with you this coming week. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. And Sammy, I, I mean, I can't wait personally to to meet you guys because you guys have built such an empire. Um, but I do, I got to ask you before we even get into a little bit about the book and, and you and your career. I was listening to your latest Betch Slapped podcast all about NT Lawyer. This, this. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm obsessed. Did you find <laughs> that or was that one of, was that Jordana or Aileen? Because th- that podcast, I'm like, I have to subscribe. Yeah, so I, okay, so I, I was the one who was talking about it on Best Slap, mm. um, and I've gotten recently very obsessed with it. Um, I found out about it, okay, so this guy's apparently been around for, like, more than 10 years, so I used to read his blog in, when I was in high school, it was when it was called Crazy Days and Nights, and <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess I just kind of fell off my radar for a while, and then I think someone, I think one of our employees, like, I heard her mention it and then I saw it on Instagram somewhere and then I realized like I started following him on Instagram. He does all these really cool blind items with swipe ups to his website and it's fun to kind of like guess which celebrity he's talking about. Um, and then he, I saw that he was advertising he has a podcast and just like the teasers that he had were so interesting. Yes. Um, and he was saying he does a deep dive on Selena and Ariana Grande and Taylor Swift and all these. And, and really, it, it's on Patreon, so you do have to like subscribe and pay. But it's been well worth it for me, honestly. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> he puts out really interesting, interesting podcasts. And I mean, he it, it seems like he has good tips. So... I <laughs> I know it's so good and I I was fascinated because I think you guys kind of touched on this but I'm like how does he put out these items because it's it's like great in detail about Selena or like Justin Bieber or Pete Davidson and it's like about their drug ad- their alleged drug addictions and I'm like how does he get away with saying these things about them I that that's my question too. The answers, <laughs> I mean, I haven't asked a, a true expert, but in my discussions with people, um, I think that maybe the celebrities don't want to like call attention to him and by maybe like suing him or something. I don't know. I'm sure he's gotten threatened before. I, I really don't know. Um, but it's possible that they just don't want to call attention to it, or if the things that he's saying are true. I don't. I'm not sure. So we were we were wondering this because you guys also kind of, you know, you're so well known for pop culture and you also dabble in the world a lot of celebrity and and doing articles about celebrities or, you know, funny memes. Has any have any celebrities ever approached you guys out and said anything about your content, good or bad? Um, Yeah, I think I think we've had that a lot. Um, We definitely have a lot of celebrity fans um, and we've also had. So we've had people like ask us to take a photo down if they owned it. Like for example, when Taylor Swift was a bridesmaid in her friend's wedding, yeah, um, and we used some image. We were contacted by them, like 
the next day being like, you can't use this image, blah, 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 that kind of thing. Um, but we also have a ton of celebrity fans. We have celebrities in our office all the time. Oh, my God. I saw um, Kelly Ripa for comments by celebs, and I was, like, fangirling. I'm like, yeah. hell yeah, she's huge. Yeah. Yeah, she was actually probably the nicest celebrity we've ever had come in before. She was so sweet and friendly, and she took photos with everyone in our office, which, I mean, we would rarely, rarely do people come in and are like that, you know, gracious. Um, I mean, obviously, everyone's very, very nice, but the way she was just like patient and engaged with everyone was really, really, I, I loved oh, it. I, I love to be like that. <laughs> I love that. No, you guys are like that. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I'm just Thank happy you. to Not know. Not like Kelly Ripa. <laughs> I'm just glad to know that we're not alone. I'm like, okay, if celebrities are somewhat cold and like fast with you guys, it's now I don't feel so bad when they're the same to us. <laughs> like I'm like, okay, well, they're, they're really we we most most people who come in are are very very nice, but at the same time, like it is it is work for them. So right. I mean, every like we have we have almost 20 people in our office and everyone wanting to take a picture with you, I imagine would get sort of annoying. So, oh, right, right. But she was, she was great about it. So yeah, but so, really most people we interact with are super nice and just really easy to get along with. Sammy, we're, we know you guys are promoting the book, When's Happy Hour, which is, you know, why we're going to see you and, and hang out with you on Thursday. And, and we're giving away a pair of tickets as well to the event. But tell us this. I mean, you guys have created such an incredible brand. And right before we called you, my background is in radio. And it's always I mean, interesting to me. It's so hard to keep three people in a radio show together. And I admire that you three have built this brand and stayed together all these years. How have you guys done it? Well, in terms of, I mean, it's definitely, it's a journey, but it is a really positive journey. So the three of us have known each other since we were in like middle, middle school. We grew up together on Long Island um, and we went to college together. So when we, you know, we really have approached this as a journey that we've taken together. Um, and we, you know, work on, you know, it's, it's good that we know each other so well because we're able to sort of understand, you know, what everyone's strengths and weaknesses are and we can right, be really right. honest with each other. And ultimately, we're just remembering, I mean, we're, you know, obviously we're three girls who have sat in the same room with each other for, for seven, over seven years now and been working on this, you know, this business for so long. But I think that over time, we you know, there's a lot of trust built. And ultimately, we remember, we're all on the same team. We all have the same goals. Our yeah. financial interests are aligned. Our personal interests are aligned. And at the end of the day, we are, we're friends. And there's really just, there's no, there's no positive results of not trying to work things out and be constructive and work together. Yeah, absolutely. Did you guys, since I know you guys went to college together, did you guys ever fight over any guy in particular? No, no, <laughs> definitely yeah. not. Yeah, we have different types. We have different types. I mean, I love that. Oh my god, everybody has their own type. That's true. So, Sammy, in yeah. this, the latest book, When's Happy Hour, you guys are offering a lot of advice, everything from four hundred one k's to you know how to get a promotion at work. Why was this important for you to put together kind of a book um, that was a lot about career advice, really? Well, we just felt like it was, okay, so there's a few reasons. So one is that we felt like this is kind of where we are in terms of the personal evolution of um, us as people. So when we started out, our, our first book, Nice Just a Place in France, is sort of a satirical self-help guide. And 
I can tell you it really reflected the fact that we thought we had just graduated college. We had this huge blog. We got a book deal. We literally thought we knew everything. So to write this <laughs> satirical self-help guide to life was kind of like the perfect thing for that moment. Um, our second book is a dating book. So, you know, as we got older and more mature and we're looking for, you know, like more stable relationships and, you know, not wanting to kind of date the asshole anymore, that book was really appropriate for that time in our lives. And then this third one, um, since, since then we've built this business, we've hired, you know, a ton of employees, we have an office, we really built our, we really built Betches into a media brand just, as opposed to just being sort of like an online, you know, account. Um, so we felt like we could really offer this. The other thing is that people have been writing us, writing to us since 2011, asking for advice on various things. It used to be mostly about dating, but a few years ago, we started getting questions about careers and we felt like we had some good advice and we had, you know, actually had the experience that we could give good advice. Um, and then in terms of like the cultural moment, we really felt like female empowerment is obviously a huge topic. And, you know, women are, you know, more than ever wanting to, you know, advance in their careers. And we felt that we had sort of this really modern take on what the modern workforce is like. And we wanted to just share it in our funny and kind of no BS voice. What, what, by the way, for you, Sammy, is your favorite piece of advice from this book? Well, okay, so I could give you a serious one and a funny one. Yeah, yeah, Um, we love. Give us both, yes. our favorite, my, my favorite fun piece of advice is probably um, we have a section on like email etiquette and calendar invite etiquette. And <laughs> we kind of talk about like, like when you send an email or a calendar invite, like give context, like this person is going to see it on their calendar, like writing catch up is not going to mean anything to them when they're five minutes away from it. And they're like, who am I catching up with about what, what am I supposed to say? So just sort of giving context your digital communications um and we have a really funny um breakdown of like what email lingo means in person like what you really mean um and my favorite not my favorite serious piece of advice is kind of like what to do when you are working on something that you don't really like doing like at work let's say you have to do, you know, you have a bunch of tasks you don't really like, but you like your job in general. You're not looking for a new one, but you have to get through a really hard project or time or something that you're not personally that engaged with. And the advice we give is that instead of thinking about things, every job has things that you don't want to do in it. Um, like no matter what you're doing, right. Um, can't really be avoided. But if you look at those things you don't want to do, instead of being like this annoying project, you have to just get through You just have to do it and like kind of half-ass it just so it's done. Instead of doing that, thinking about it as you're not working on that project, you're working on yourself as an employee and the kind of person who can execute on tasks that they may not like to do. So if you think about things as being you are the project that you're working on, not this like dumb pitch deck or this stupid Excel sheet that you are actually getting something out of it, then you'll be a lot more motivated. That's really good advice. And boy, if you can master that, as you know, Sammy, I mean, it goes so far in your life because it's hard. It's really hard to sit yourself down and force yourself to do something that you, you know, you don't have any interest in. Right. Definitely. Especially like millennials get kind of a kind of a bad rap for being entitled and only wanting to do things when they're fun or easy. 
And I think that this is a really good way to combat that mindset that we all have a little bit of, that it's not really about this small project or getting through this day. It's really about being built up as a person when you overcome these challenges that you don't really want to do. Oh, I love that. Sammy, we're going to get to ask you a lot, uh, m- many more questions on Thursday. And we know, you know, you, you've got just a few minutes here um, with us. But one other thing that I, I wanted to ask you about is you guys, you know, we're in this hyper PC culture right now as well. And you all have dabbled in the sarcastic and, and that is sort of your brand and edgy. And have you guys done any sort of reassessing like what you say or double thinking, like putting out memes and stuff? Because it's funny sometimes, right? now, you don't know what is going to strike as, you know, something that suddenly really offends people and goes viral for the wrong reasons. Has that made you guys nervous or do you guys have kind of like a cool mantra and you're like, look, we're going to put it out. It's all good. Um, I mean, I would be lying if I said that that this sort of thing doesn't make me nervous just because the internet can be such a mob sometimes. <laughs> right. Um, yes. Yeah. And it's, it's, and it's sort of like it's sparked by itself like people like like to attack the person or the, the account or whatever that's yeah. being attacked even and, and I'm not saying that they don't you know have a good intention like they don't necessarily like believe what they're saying I believe that people do but the way that that feedback is given is oftentimes not constructive it's oftentimes just sort of like an attack yeah um, but but I will say so I run the the, the politics and news section of Betches called the Betches Stop Yes. We a daily email and a podcast and we have an Instagram account. Um, and I definitely try to be careful because I know that sometimes things that are meant as a joke and that we intend as a joke can be taken out of context. And um, I, I, I definitely don't have like sort of like a blase attitude about it, like because it can be really damaging. And also, I don't we don't really want to hurt anyone's feelings. Right. Um, it's supposed to all be in fun. You know, so, yeah. So, I mean, our insensitivity is for the sake of being funny, but not hurtful. So, you know, if we put something up that someone, okay, like, here's an example. Like, yesterday, I put up a meme on the SUP that was like, it was a, it was a photo of like a woman on a computer and there was like a burglar behind her. And the top text was like, me checking with my burglar to see if like, he was registered to vote. Which is, like, really funny because it's, like, yeah. such an extreme situation. And, like, it's not directly hurtful towards, like, any one group or anything. Like, it's not personal. I, right. I don't see that as being hurtful towards, like, a group of people or anything. But someone someone DMs us, like, you know, this is really insensitive. I'm a victim of a home invasion. And I would think that you would, like, not, would know better than to joke about something like that. Uh, oh, Lord. I started thinking, I'm like, I'm like, okay. Home invasion is not like a protected class. So I mean, look, like if if you can't joke about anything, then I ultimately think that that is hurtful to the very same people who want political correctness. I do believe that people who who are careful about being politically correct, I think that they are well intended. They want to be inclusive. They don't want to they don't want to hurt people. But when it becomes about not you know, human rights and, you know, the inclusivity. Sure. And it becomes about just like, there's nothing that you can say that won't somehow offend somebody. Then it becomes kind of challenging. 
Yeah, I I just admire you you all three of you so much. AJ and I can't wait to meet you on Thursday. You guys have just done an incredible job with your brand. I love, you know, seeing and reading that you all have made the conscious decision too not to get outside investors to to grow it yourself to learn. It's just the talk is going to be terrific on Thursday. There's still some tickets available. 6 and I is the location. You can also go to their website. Um you guys are going to be doing the talk. You're going to uh the books are for sale now, pre-order. Um, um, and then you're going to kind of do a meet and greet, too, for anybody that buys uh, the ticket and the book. So we can't wait to see you. It's going to be really great. Yeah, thank you so much. So the book is coming out tomorrow, October 23rd. But pre-orders are super helpful. I mean, even though it'll be out tomorrow, any time to buy like during this week would be super, super appreciated. And we're really excited to meet everyone on Thursday. Oh, my God. I'll be the one shitting in the corner. So just look for me because I'm going to be so excited to meet you. Like, Definitely. literally. So, okay. <laughs> I'm so ready. I will know who to look for. That's exactly. <laughs> AJ shitting in the corner. Yeah. Me. <laughs> Sammy, thanks so much. Thanks for taking the time this afternoon to be on the show. We'll see you Thursday. The book is going to be great. When's happy hour? Out tomorrow. And we'll see you then. Thank you so much. Really Bye, Sammy. Bye, Bye, Sammy. Bye. Bye. Sammy is amazing. So you guys just heard that one of the co-founders of Betches, she was great to be on the podcast. Book is out tomorrow. Um, And definitely come see us. Lots of you are already on Facebook saying, I'm so excited to be there on Thursday. That's what Shannon says. Um, Sarah says, well, now I would love to be a a guest on your podcast sometime. Come on in. Hey. Yeah, hey, we have a good time. Give us your pitch. What have you done? We want to hear all about it. Um, AJ, I want to talk about your weekend. We we had a friend... <laughs> Oh, my God. Like, way too much shit has happened. We've had so much shit. Um, All I can say on this show today is we're going to talk medical marijuana. We are taking phone calls for the very first time. And I want to hear your excuses for a hickey. Like, what did you tell people when you had a hickey? Because I have a great hickey story. You do? You personally? I do. I do. Yes, I will share it with you. I I, I do want to thank our sponsors, though. Mark Livingstone is amazing. Now is the time to buy a house or condo, especially in this area, because I feel like you spend five hundred, and then two days later, it's worth like 800000 it's an insane market. But you need to get the right mortgage and loan people people uh, who take care of you. So cornerstonefirst.com or you can go to hayfrage.com. You'll see Mark Livingstone's picture. Boop. Click on that. Even if you're not ready to buy the home right now, you do not want to be outbid when the process comes to you. They can get you pre-qualified for everything just like me. I, Dan and I are totally ready to buy the home. We just have to find a cheap one. And it was someone like that. Got to find a find one like a little below my budget. <laughs> um, so anyway, go there and then you'll save up to $450 when you go to closing. You'll get that back. By the way, Mark has the best loan and mortgage rates in the area, even if you listen to us, because I just sent t-shirts yesterday to San Antonio, Texas, to Florida, uh, out to Wisconsin. He does do mortgages up and down the entire East Coast and some of the Midwest. So cornerstonefirst.com, get yourself qualified. Also, we have to thank Lola, who's a new partner today. Um, we all need tampons, let me tell you. I need a lot of extras this month. Uh, Unlike other major brands, Lola products are 100% natural, which is why I wanted to partner with them and easy to feel good about. No BS, no mystery fibers or doubts about what's going into your body. Plus, Lola products come in a simple, customizable subscription and you're getting a discount with Hey Frage. Love that. Did you realize this, that the FDA does not require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products? Okay, that means they're putting a bunch of toxic chemicals Actually, Dr. Mintz is going to be here. So I'm going to find out if Dr. Mintz 
I mean, mostly he talks about concierge medicine and uh, medical marijuana, but I need to know if he knows what's in tampons. And then we're putting them in our hoo-hahs. <laughs> I'm sure this is just what he dreamed of talking about. Anyway, major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. I'm not putting polyester in my hoo-ha. Their feminine care products may also be treated with harsh chemicals, cleansing agents, fragrances, and dyes. Can you imagine putting dyes in your cooch? Lola products are 100% organic cotton and no added chemicals. Chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. This is why I love them. Okay? You can choose either or a combo of organic cotton tampons, pads, or liners, and wipes. They also have these like organic cleansing wipes so you can keep yourself fresh all month long. Build your box of 18 tampons or 12 pads. Tampons can be mixed of light, only available in the applicator, regular, super, and super plus. Pads can be a mix of ultra thin day pads or night pads. So you decide and then boom, the subscription is delivered to your door. Okay, you absolutely need those. Um, For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter code HEYFRAGE. Okay, so it's for 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com Lola.com and enter code HeyFrage. Boom. Okay, AJ, you're amazing. We spend way too much time together, and it gives me hope that if the Betches <laughs> women can stay together, you and I, and maybe Paul Wart, like we all have a chance. Um, if Betches en- ends up hiring me with the applications that I sent in, um, I'll be out of here. What? But uh, until then, we're bitch. besties, Sarah. You <laughs> bitch. No, we um, we had the best time this Saturday because we spent the entire day shopping together. We were we at did. TJ Maxx. It was too much fun. Um, and my friends were like, is she like your best friend? Like your boss? I was like, yes. Yes, precisely. We went shopping. We got all the steals and deals. Like I'm wearing a $12 shirt right now. <laughs> You're so good at that though. Like deals and deals. I was telling you when I used to make like major radio money, when I was yes. making like $250,000 a year, I would just go Inc. to Nordstrom's and I would spend like $175 on one shirt. On one shirt, yeah, peeps. I know. Now and you got $300 on a dress. And I would think to oh myself, my. I would come home and I would only have like 10 items and it would be $3,000. And I was like, where the fuck? Like, how am I spending this? And now I love it. This. this is what I tell people. You want to learn how to budget, start your own business. Nothing makes you appreciate like a dollar. Nothing makes you appreciate a budget. And now I say to myself, when I'm making two fifty again, I'm only shopping at TJ Maxx. I'm going to be the cheapest motherfucker. You have to. There's so many good things out there. No, granted, they're not the best quality, but you can make it look like a million bucks. And um, that's like my new motto is just like buying so cheap, but dressing it up, looking like a million bucks. Oh, my God. Well, you really awesome. did it. Um, and then this weekend, I thought it was really funny because we saw a mutual friend of ours when we were yes. out <laughs> heading shopping and, and he'd gone out on a date and I, have you ever, did you have in your dating career before you met Iggy? Yes. Did you ever go out on a date with somebody and you had like a hickey on your neck from someone else? I was like very anti hickey. I was all about giving the hickeys, but I never wanted to like show off a hickey. Maybe in college a couple times, but like we didn't even date in college. You just like went out to the bars and met people. <laughs> well, so anyway, this guy friend of ours comes up and, and and he sees us and he's like, "Oh my god, what, how are you guys?" I went out on the date last night, and he was like, "Do you think this is weird?" But I met this woman. She like we ended up hanging out. Then she came over to my apartment and she had a hickey on her neck that clearly wasn't for me. And so I go, "Oh, you've got a hickey," and she was like. I'm sorry. I actually fell and this was a yoga accident. Bitch, please. <laughs> if we're going to have an excuse, give a damn believable one. You fell in yoga class, really? And you hit yourself on what? The oh my mat? God. I know, I'm just curious, though, anybody watching, like, what was your excuse for Hickey? Because I had one once. Okay, let's hear your I was, story. Well, I had one when I was like 17 and my mom saw it. And my mom was like, I can't believe I raised a daughter to be a slut. <laughs> 
I was like, oh, I was like, mom, this is just a curling iron. Like, don't, oh, is that oh, what you always say? Oh, a curling iron, that's so believable. Do you know the number one trick to get rid of a hickey, though? What? Cold spoons. You put the spoon in the freezer. You take it out. After 10 minutes, it's frozen. You put it on. It's usually gone after like 15 minutes. Okay. My question, though, too, is like, I don't think I've had a hickey in a hot second, nor have I tried to give Dan a a hickey. But wait, are they still a thing? Like, are people still out there? Because this guy said to us, this woman was like 34 or 35, and she had a full-on hickey. Really? Yikes, girl. She's out in the streets feeling freaky still. I also want to know, like, what yoga, like, if you were to get in a yoga accident, what like what possible pose gives you a bruise on your neck? A downward dog or something. <laughs> I mean, the goat and the llama. I'm making it all up. Like, what? But what did you hit yourself on? Like a bone or what? Like, what are you? What uh, accidents are you? Yoga is supposed to be the most peaceful exercise ever. That you're not. No injuries are supposed to happen because of yoga. That's why I was like, seriously, girl. And I looked at the guy. I was like, okay. Uh, he was you, like, yeah, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I was like, you shouldn't because it's not believable in for a second. I know you said to him straight up. You were like, look, she is playing you big time. Like, she is, she is full of crap. That's yeah. ballsy, though. I give her credit. Like to go out and get a hickey from someone the night before then show up on this other day bitch you're my hero like oh, she, she's living her best life and truth and she didn't even bother to like put a little concealer on I there know. or anything she's like mm, <laughs> here it is like here it is full disclosure like just ready and ready and single and mingling like she is you're right not even putting concealer over it like not even trying to hide it no not one bit she's just like here here's one on the left you want to put one on the right really like- <laughs> <laughs> and he was like all about it he's like it made me want her more I was like, People okay. don't believe, by the way, Clay's on. He's like, it's 2018. People are still giving hickeys. I don't believe it. That's what I said. Maggie says, I got the worst hickey from a guy at Hammer Jacks back in 2001. Yuck. <laughs> oh, whoa, girl. <laughs> Where's Hammer Jacks? Out in Publick. Okay. <laughs> okay. I I just H. didn't know it was still a thing. That's like a college, high school thing, right? I, uh, or a 34-year-old female woman thing, I guess. You know what? Sometimes you get so drunk, you don't know what's happening. You wake up the next morning, you're like, what is this? I know. Does that that ever happens to you. <laughs> you like, wake up, you're like, oh boy. Well, well, last night was fun. No. I mean, I have to say, I, I've had the opposite of so many women. So many women have been taken advantage of. But when I'm drunk, right. I, I get so crazy that I've been asked to leave. You know, <laughs> I, I do. I, Sarah, you are a happy drunk right now. Like, you are two drinks in and you're like, dunzo. But back in the day, you could handle it. I mean, I did tell you about the time, right, over in Arlington, basically at Spider Kelly's, where I like stared down a guy so hard that the guy had security come over and have me removed. He was so freaked what? out. Yes, you don't know this story. I just remember the sex on the beach. You had like 15 and you were like yelling at all. You like stole everybody's chance at playing karaoke. Oh, that, that was, was oh, my time. friends had a friend intervention after that. They basically, like, you're an alcoholic bitch. We are done with you. Like that was down in Duck, North Carolina. <laughs> I went down to Duck, North Carolina. I used to be such an alcoholic. I went down to Duck, North Carolina with my girlfriends from college. We went to a karaoke bar. I kept going up on stage and I'd get off stage. I'd scratch people's names off, make up a fake name, and then I'd hop back on. So the bar manager <laughs> came over and was like, enough. Stop scratching people's names off. You're not back up on stage. Don't get back up on stage. Did it again. Then this, sneaky bitch. This guy who was completely cross started serenading me with Creed and when they read the security oh. came over and got me off the stage the guy with the cross eyes was like I love you I'll follow you out of here I was like you're damn right we're doing this together <laughs> my girlfriends were like you are not bringing him back to our beach house I was like yes you I am we are in love they were like he cannot even see like what is going on <laughs> like there's no way I was like you all suck the next day they were like that's it 
friend or vention. Yeah. And Spider Kelly's, the security fool came over. They were like, ma'am, this guy says that you're eye raping him and you will not stop. And See, you I was have like, had eye sex before. I was like, he's into me. How dare you? They were like, you need to stop staring at him. Like, he's freaked the fuck out. And I was like... <laughs> Are you kidding? They were like, and then basically I resisted it so much. They were like, you're going to have to leave. So you had the biggest big dick energy that night. Oh, when I used to be like a big drinker. <laughs> yeah, I had massive balls. Big dr- big dick energy was on. Oh, it was like on point. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, the rest of my weekend was pretty exciting. I was at DC United. Huge congrats to them. They they made the playoffs yesterday. Had a little date day with Dano. Uh, and hey, it was Dano the man out. Now, you I don't know. even like soccer, but you like soccer because Dan likes soccer. Um, I like, yeah, I li- I've basically become a fan because of him. Otherwise, I don't, I don't know that I'd be particularly into it. Um, yeah. Now, it was kind of cool because Wayne Rooney is apparently this big soccer celebrity. Okay. Major soccer star, I think, from like England or whatever, played for Ooh. Manchester United. Now he's here. He's actually really really good. So it was a very exciting game to watch. I have met Bill Hamid, who's the, uh, actually, I got to get him back on. He's been on this podcast. He should come back on. He's the goalie for DC United. Very cute. Oh, I was going to ask. Is he cute? Super hot. Yeah. All right, bring him in anytime. really hot girlfriend for a while, but I think they broke up. Oh, so I think, no. he, I, I think he might be single. I got to stalk him on Instagram again. Anyway, oh. so, um, so it sounded, so yesterday was great. This was Ray, Wayne Rooney. Um, Which one is he? He's the short white guy. Oh, I see him. I yeah, see him. Yeah. It was unbelievable. He was getting ready to do a penalty kick. He got it. They won three to one. Now they're in the playoffs. Oh, oh my God. And Dano must have been going berserk. Oh, Dan was going you guys bananas. Had the best seats. Oh, we were, like were right on, on the, the field. We were right on the field and, and we had the best seats. And Dan was like, there were some offsides calls that weren't made. He was loving every second of it. And oh my I, God. Meanwhile, I didn't know like what was happening. Like, I was just yeah. like, can we go back in that Heineken place and get some free <laughs> beer? Like what's going on? <laughs> and red wine. This is all fun and everything, but where's my drink? I know. It really was. And then, you know, I'm always, I hate this so much, but do you you ever have this? I'm always in the wrong seats. Like when I fly in an airplane, you know, it's like they assign you a seat, 21C, right? And I'm always on the opposite side, but there's something about me that becomes a real bitch. Like when people go, excuse me, um, I think you're in my seat. I'm always like, no, I'm not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I always am like, really like, I'm going to prove you. And then every time (laughs) I'm wrong and I have to move every time and it drives me so crazy. So yesterday, sure enough, we sit down at these awesome seats. I'm nestled in. I've got my blankets and everything my red wine and then these two women come over and they go I think you're in our seats and I was like no we're not I go Dan I, I, I go hold on one sec hold on one sec I go get out the thing and show them that they're wrong and he goes oh, our seats he goes um actually I think they're right I was like god damn it and well, how then, do you get it wrong I who knows I don't know because so, I have bad seat luck like a bad chair luck I'm there's always, probably empty seats all around you but somehow you chose the wrong yeah, ones I know and then I'm thinking to myself can't you all sit somewhere else like right there's next like to plenty one, yeah. of yeah Really? We got to get up and move one row back? Okay, fine. Anyway, that drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. (laughs) And this weekend, while I was like living not my best life, I was at TJ Maxx. My brother was out in LA with his fiance. Yes. They got caught by the paparazzi. And I just have to show these pictures because they're so funny. My brother's face is like, who is that in the background? So it was Cindy Crawford and Kaya Gerber. And they're like out to this fancy restaurant. And my brother's such a foodie. So of course he goes to like one of the best restaurants in in LA. This is amazing to me because I don't even know that I would have recognized Cindy Crawford's daughter well, and first you see Cindy and then you're like oh that's her beautiful daughter they're spitting image of each other how did Enrique even know that he was caught in a paparazzi shot like do you know where this picture was published like was this on people.com or celeb, where was this celeb buzz 
Oh, celeb buzz. How did he even know that he was? Well, I think because I think as soon as the paparazzi was starting to take pictures, I think they were like, hey, by the way, you're going to be in the back of the shot or something. I don't know. Because immediately after this happened, him and his fiance both sent me um, the the link to the picture because they know oh. I'm like all about this. And they, they don't give a shit. But of course, I'm the one that's like, oh, my God, you saw Cindy Crawford in L.A. So here's the picture. My brother is back there with his like stank ass face. Like, <laughs> what's happening? You and your brother are so funny because you don't look alike at all. I Everybody says it's that. so weird. Like you look like completely two different human beings. Everybody like says you that. are tall and like super gorgeous and oh, like super. Wow. And Enrique's really cute. He's, he's just super, shorter. He's a super cutie. Yeah, it's funny because my dad's six three and my brother got my mom's height. So he's five eleven and I'm five eight ish. And then I always wear heels. We're always the same height. So it's funny. But there they are getting pictured by the by the um, paparazzi. LA paparazzi. I yeah. love that. So so funny. Like they're just sitting there. Looks so I, great. I die. I would be like ready for my time of fame. I would be out there like posing and shit. Oh God. Well, but they're not this gonna, is why this is. Oh, they, they don't. They don't care. They're like happily eating their pasta or whatever they're eating. Oh my God. I'm Cindy Crawford's third cousin. I swear. <laughs> I swear. Yeah, her side of the family's short. The other side. Yeah, that's why I'm only five three. Um, AJ, I'm dying to talk about this book that your mother mm-hmm. swears by. So first of all, for you guys listening and watching, for the very first time, we're going to start taking phone calls on Wednesday. And you're going to want to know the phone number because your life is in our hands. Okay, this is really good. And I'm actually nervous for you to read mine. Oh, no, because, because you know, it's so I'm spot on. always hot and cold in my relationship. In one minute, I'm marrying Dan. The next, we're moving out. I'm living on the sofa. You know, it's always <laughs> like hot or cold, right? Mostly because of oh, me. Yeah. Like, Dan's very stable, but I, like, I need a lot of emotional care. Like, sometimes you call me and you're like, it's over. And the next day, you're like, we're fine. <laughs> like, I love him. I'm like, I can't with your bipolar ass. I like, I just, I don't know whether you're on or off. I am, I totally am. And I just accepted for the rest of my life. That's just probably how it will be. So I'm just trying to accept that. Dan is, Dan is okay. No, he's, he absolutely hates it, but I think he's just used to me. So our phone number, we now have a phone number. You're going to be able to call anytime. And I think Wednesdays are going to be our days. Actually, Monday and Wednesdays, probably. Both days. We'll take phone calls. 888 920-MORE, okay? 888-920-6673 or more, okay? So 888-920-MORE, all right? And on Wednesday, you're going to want to call because you're going to give us your birthday and the birthday of your significant other. And from this, apparently, this like age-old relationship book, that AJ's mother, who's been married for 33 years, swears by. She says that, and, and your mother, every single relationship you or Enrique have had, she, she pulls out the book. What's the book called? It is called Relationships, The Secret Language, your complete personality guide to any relationship with anyone. This maps out your horoscope with your lover's horoscope, and it's supposed to be like spot on, and it always has. Okay, so I want to know this. So in this, it's an entire page from what I just briefly looked at of the breakdown of the chemistry that you and your significant other have, and if you're going to be compatible and what's going to work and what's not, right? Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so my birthday is February 13th. Dan's is July 27th. I want to know, like, I want you to read just like a little snippet of of what, and just say it all. This is probably going to be like, you guys are oil and water. You're never going to wear a cap. I'll be like, okay, of course. Well, I love this book because it also compares you to like celebrity couples or celebrity relationships oh, that have really? happened. Yes. Okay, so what, what celebrity couple are we compared to? Uh, Cheryl Crane and Lana Turner. Daughter murdered mother's boyfriend. What? <laughs> That's the worst one. All right. Oh well, well, the um, it's called Destiny of Experience. Your worst is for 
Okay. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Worst is love. Best is friendship. Your strengths oh. are sharing, experiential, and learning, and your weaknesses are excessive, earthbound, and problematic. Okay, so this is basically saying I should not marry somebody that has, like, this birthday combination with me. I should be friends with them. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, well, this All is right, I'll read you a little snippet. <laughs> In matters of love, the relationship's physical side is likely to be more off than on. True or false? Um, That's probably true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, strong sexual attraction is not the rule here. Leo ones, which is Dan, often come on too strong for the tastes of Aquarius threes. That's so not true. You're like, Dan never comes on to me yeah. too, too much. <laughs> like, there's never not enough. I need way more strong. Yeah. Uh, impre- they may not impress their partner as erratic or- and emotionally volatile. Marriages can be settled and calm, but rarely have a thirst for mutual experience. Oh, Wow. That's amazing. Okay. The relationship takes a practical approach, weighing all actions before making a decision. Its structure is solid. The partner's mutual enjoyment of food, wine, art, and other sensuous pleasures is certainly a strength, but the relationship's challenge will be to strive for more metaphysical, spiritual, or universal goals. Oh my God, that's so interesting. Because first of all, I would say we do bond over food and wine and like art. Like he loves history. I love history. So I would say those are those are three things that we would bond over. And then you lack in the spiritual and like the super connected yes. emotional sense. Actually, that's like a perfect read. Like scary. that part is perfect. I'm telling you, it's scary. All right. So on Wednesday, you can you can write, by the way, if you're on our Facebook Live right now, the birthday of your partner. You don't have to put the year, just like the day, like if it was whatever, July 10th, September 8th, whatever it is. And then yours. So you're, both of your birthdays. And then we're also going to take calls at 888-920-MORE. I'm so fascinated by that. What's yours and Iggy's? Have you read yours? I haven't really because I'm scared. Really? But remember last week when we talked about the kid that called me about suicide? He was like, you made me want to yes, kill myself. Which I got a lot. Really scary. Yeah, I got a lot of feedback. People were really angry that that kid did that to you. Yeah, which I still it, am. It wasn't, it wasn't cool. But I went back after he like totally told me that. And it was like, you're going to kill each other if you stay together. I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I'm so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have t- I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah, that was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. 
Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Yeah. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland, chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. So this book was like on point, but really? I haven't read okay. um, Iggy's and mine. So maybe we'll save that for Wednesday. Really quickly. Can you pull up? It, it might take you a second. Maybe we should wait and do this on Wednesday. Jessica just put in July 16th and July 31st. Ooh, you guys are really Jessica close. Jessica and her partner. Yeah. And she's wondering what they're. All right. We'll we'll find that as AJ is bringing that up. There's a lot of great stories, too, over the weekend that I wanted to get to, including and I'm so furious about this. You can find that age and then we can kind of read it towards the end of the show. Okay. I'm furious with this story that says that Botox cut cuts women's chances of having an orgasm by making it harder for them to communicate because they can't move their faces. First of all, that's bullshit. I have so much Botox. And let me tell you, I'm having no problems with the O. Well, you know, from the, straight from the woman's mouth. Well, is, isn't it when your face I is like this, this and that's like the perfect O pissed. face? It's like... I mean, how many people have that? First of all, this is so, I, I hate the Daily Mail because I'm like, I hope people don't believe that Daily Mail is real news. It's fake. It, they don't do any research. I've been in the Daily Mail. They never once called me for, quote, assholes. <laughs> you you made it to the Daily Mail? Yes, of course. With that Michael Brown story, I made it <gasps> on every, I was on every major news outlet. Wait, that's it's so great, though. Fox News anchor destroys young man's life okay, over that getting was, into 20 Ivy League schools. That was rough coverage. Oh, it was the roughest, let me tell you. You went under a rock for like three weeks. You're you better like, believe it. <laughs> I had to disable every comment, every DM box, everything in my life. That was rough. Oh, my God. Yeah, and they, of course, ran the story, and they never once called me for a quote. Daily Mail. Yeah, we'll I continue know, on reading. They're not real news. <laughs> anyway, the research did. The researchers surveyed just 36 women, by the way. Uh, 24 of them had been treated with Botox, measuring their female sexual function index, orgasm satisfaction score. Doesn't sound real. Eh, fake again. Those whose frown lines had been injected reported a notable drop in their satisfaction score. Writing in the Journal of Scientific Reports also sounds fake. I'm not going to lie. Dr. Lewis, please give me a real name. Reduction of mobility of these muscles may interfere with the expression and feedback of excitement during sexual activity. How about we do a survey of men, huh? With small penises. And that's why I can't get the O. 
sorry. I just get very upset about these stories. It's like, give women a break. Okay, what do you want from us? First of all, you say we look too old. We get Botox. Now you're telling us we can't orgasm. Give me a break. Hey, I already have to fake it enough. So, so mad if I get story. Botox as well, it's all downhill. <laughs> Um, okay, this story will restore your faith in humanity. I love this one. The headline got me alone. It's the story of a widow, a lake, and a rose that will restore your faith in humanity. Did you read this, by the way, over the weekend? Oh, what the hell does this mean? I don't even know. Okay, this, again, I'm like, is this real? So, apparently, this happened at the Bishop Vesey's Grammar School Rowing Club. Found a rose attached to the locked gate of a nearby lake with the most heartbreaking note accompanying it. It says, please can someone throw this in the lake for me? The note says, my late husband's ashes are in the lake and I can't get to the lakeside in my wheelchair anymore and the gates are locked. Have to drive back up north tonight. Thank you. I know. Is this not crazy? The rowing club made sure that the rose was united with the person's husband. No name or number left by whoever uh, put the note there. But rest assured, your rose is in the lake, according to the club. Now the story has gone viral because they posted about it on social media. And people are trying to figure out who this woman was in the wheelchair, who this person was in the wheelchair who left them a note. It happened in England, by the way, in Birmingham. This sounds like an English thing. It's like, would this ever happen in America? No. (laughs) This sounds so fairy tale, like so Europe. I don't, this would never happen here. I don't think, no. So now the internet is loving that story. I was like, oh, wow, what a, that sounds amazing. Can you imagine? Tons of people, by the way, are putting in their birthdays of them and their significant others. I can't wait to read. July 26th and April 13th from Travis. Lynette puts in 7-11 and 8-11. Ooh, that just sounds like good chemistry. I know. That just sounds (laughs) like 7-11 and 8-11. That that sounds like a good one. Um, I want to get to a couple more stories, though, and Dr. Mintz is going to talk about the three things you need to know about medical marijuana and why you should consider it. I'm considering it for my heavy flow. I'm going to see if that qualifies me. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're getting getting an eh from Dr. Mintz back. Dr. Mintz is like, mm, I don't know. that's really, I don't know. that's kind of iffy, mm, I don't know. Um, but I wanted to talk about this. How hard do you, I mean, AJ, you work really hard in your life. <laughs> you do. I love how you say that. No, no, I really have been um, trying to get ahead. Yeah, I work almost six and a half days a week. I would love for people to talk about this, but a Silicon Valley banking executive wanted to show off her wonderful life, but now she's continuing to get trolled on the internet. Um, and they people are making fun of her because the banking executive goes into how she gets up at 5.30 a.m. so she can do her daily yoga and play tennis. This isn't to answer emails. This is to play tennis and do yoga before she heads to work. She did this. Uh, the banking executive's name is Melania Edwards, revealing enti- her entirely beautiful life to Business Insider as she thought it would help other young executives see how she keeps it all balanced. However, people are now trolling her for being unrealistic. <laughs> And basically being spoiled. Because the last damn thing I want to do at 5 a.m. is do yoga and tennis. Like, that sounds super leisurely, but let me do it Saturday at 3 p.m., not 5 a.m. love when people are so out of touch with reality. What? This morning I was like, I turned, I must have snoozed my alarm like 15 times, literally. (laughs) She starts her day at 5.30 a.m. Why so early? Not to plow into her daily tasks of financing some great world-enhancing widget, but to meditate. Then she chats to some friends and family via technology and and, uh, waits for a game of tennis. Who's up? at that time but before the game of tennis she has to eat well well she has to devour some <laughs> fruit or green juice no starbucks on her agenda please i wish i was making this up but this is apparently a real person and a real linkedin profile that she shows off oh my god news 
She goes on to start work at 9 a.m. At 10.30, she meets with tech companies. And well, then I say meets, the picture shows her walking along the street accompanied by a tech type. And what is this? Yes, a Starbucks cup. Um, so <laughs> when, it, when does she do time. any work? This sounds like she never does a, a damn thing at her job. And her lunchtime pictures her sitting in a bench overlooking the Bay Bridge. Edward seems to have 90 minutes for lunch. Uh, you have to eat your salad slowly for perfect health, you know. I don't have time for that. We eat salads like in the car on our way to the next client. <laughs> what is she talking about? 90 minutes? I just love that people are trolling her so hard. I would be too. She is super unrealistic. Who has time for any of that? You know, like what's his name? Matthew. Um, he's a shorty um, from Boston. I don't know, but he gets up at 2.30 a.m. to do, like, cryotechnology. Oh, Mark Marky Mark. Oh, that's yeah. so unrealistic, too. But he's crazy. He does, like, two like workouts he... a day and then does cryotechnology, cryo, whatever. Yeah, to freeze to, your body. Dude, do that just, like, at 7 a.m. Like, why do you have to do that at 2.30 and then goes to bed at 7? Like, what? People were tweeting, the sequel to American Psycho has been released in slideshow format. And then they show a picture of her. <laughs> she sounds like a psychopath. I mean, good for her, but, like, that's also so unrealistic. I know. Can you imagine? No. People are like, I am dead. And this article killed me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I think that is so funny. I like, God, it must be absolutely nice. Um, also, people are, are uh, up in arms about these new nose warmers that people are wearing for $10. These women have created a nose warmer business where they knit these little nose caps that you, boom, just put over your nose. Do you think these are cute, creepy, or actually will become a thing? Absolutely horrendous. Really not a fan? Like, literally the most fashion faux pas ex-nay I've ever seen in my... This girl looks like a pelican. By the way, this is also a UK brand. Oh, the, okay, classic. Another another Europe. The Nose Warmer Company, that's all they do, is a UK brand that produces knit caps so people can keep their nostrils from freezing in the cold. Who needs I mean, this? First off, my nose is always cold, but this is not cute. <laughs> I'd rather have like a freezing nose than this weird ass. First, there's poop jewelry. Now there's nose warmers. Like I'm just. Oh, I got to get not. them on. I got to get them, by the way, the poop jewelry people on the show. If you want one, they have red nosed reindeer for the fall. A Dalmatian inspired <laughs> faux fur design. I, that, that just seems so useless to me, doesn't it? And it doesn't actually look like it would stay on. And not then, at all. Uh, my thing is like all winter long, my nose runs. So where is it going to go? Does it just accumulate in the bottom of this? That's disgusting. I, for for the first like six months I started working for you, I thought you were a cokehead because your nose was constantly <laughs> running. I was like, why does she always need a tissue? No, literally. <laughs> I don't know. Because. It's just a runny nose. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dr. Mintz is here. Dr. Mintz, why do people have runny noses? Isn't that a natural thing? It's not a side effect that you're doing coke. It is a natural thing. It could be also a side effect that you're doing coke. (laughs) (laughs) Your nose runs for a lot of reasons. True. Okay, what's the natural reasons? Well, you know, mucus, that gunk that you have in your nose, it's it's designed to clear out junk that shouldn't be in your nose. So bacteria, viruses, allergies, things like that. So it's the, it's the body's natural response to stuff that shouldn't be there. So it's a sort of natural cleansing thing. So if you're putting coke up your nose, it could run that way. Or exactly. if you have a cold or allergies, it's designed <laughs> to get rid of it. I feel like we have so many good medical stories for oh you today. Oh, my God. I don't think we're going to have enough time today. I mean, there's been oh. so many things. Can you, okay, get, can you get a neck injury from yoga? What's in tampons? I mean, oh, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, have I, a whole, I think we need a whole <laughs> other show to, to go over some of these medical okay, issues. Wait, what are in tampons, really? It's mostly cottony kind of stuff, but I'm sure the manufacturers, I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm sure the manufacturers put stuff in there um, which are not natural. Whether there's a difference in your body between a you know natural product versus something that's manufactured, I don't know if there's been any scientific studies, but you know, I'm certainly for all organic natural things. So 
Okay, wait. And, Lynn, and we were also going to do, we didn't even have time to get to this, but I'd be curious because my parents sent mm. me to this when I was a kid. Um, there's now, for parents who don't vaccinate, mm. there are the recurrence of chicken pox parties where they're taking their kids. Oh, my God. Okay. Are so these, all, how bad are these? Well, and my parents did this. Well, my parents did this, too. In the so, 80s. So this is a thing. The, the problem is, is that we did this in the past before we had vaccines. The idea would be is that if a child in your neighborhood already had chicken pox, you wanted your child to get it when they were younger because that we didn't have vaccinations back right. then. And it was better to get it as a kid rather than an adult because when adults get chicken pox, it can be very, very serious. I know sick, I had so. them when I was 17. So, and I'm sure it wasn't a lot of fun. It was, not, it was, it was actually, I, I, right. I wish I'd had it with the ki- as a kid because mm-hmm. I feel like then your memory wouldn't retain it. Mm-hmm. But at 17, I, I remember every itch and I was out of school for like three weeks so, and like all the kids were making fun of me because everybody had had it when they were eight. But here my brother and I were at 17 and one other kid in our high school and we somehow had this like outbreak. It was we- crazy. So everything we do in medicine, everything, whether it's giving a Tylenol or chemotherapy, everything is about risk benefit. And so back then, when you didn't have a vaccine, the risk of getting your kid infected was probably, at a young age, was worth the benefit of having them essentially immunized at a, you know, rather than getting at a later date. Now that we have vaccines, we can avoid the kid getting sick because if you get chickenpox, yes, if you're younger, it, it tends to be less severe, but you can still get severe disease. So exposing your kid unnecessarily to a dangerous illness is not a good idea. Um, it's basically an excuse that anti-vaxxers have for not having vaccines. What do you, okay, I mean, you're so fascinating. Like, we could ask you all these questions, I know. But we, um, what do you say, by the way, when people are anti-vax? Because we, I mean, we, when we talk about these things, we get people mm. like, I don't vaccinate. I have family members that don't vaccinate. That's become a whole thing. The, the science on vaccination is pretty pretty sound. Uh, you know, we, we used to have these horrible diseases that used to kill people, yeah. like smallpox and measles. And then we oh had my God, va- even polio. And then, we mean- ha- and then we had vaccines and all of a sudden those diseases have disappeared. And now that people are against vaccines, we're starting to see a resurgence of, of illnesses that we thought were gone. It's crazy. The, the anti-vax fervor started because of con- some of concerns about autism in one study that was done. The problem is that study has been since debunked. The, the, the journal or the article was pulled. Uh, the author of the article was discredited. So all of this concern and fear was essentially based on one small flawed study. But people sort of took that and ran with it. And now you have this whole movement. And it's unfortunate because people are dying. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. And these kids, it's so scary. I, I have a family member that she's actually it was her and her ex, you know, but they're kind of in this um, disagreement where he does not want to vaccinate their kid. And it's so scary. Like, she's like, oh, my God. You know, I mean, her daughter goes to public school mm. and and just trying to convince people like, look, there's nothing dangerous there is. Anyway, that's like a whole other show. But since we're on the top of vaccines, it's flu shot season. So everyone should go out and get their flu shots. <laughs> Very important. you bring them. We could have done a lot. Uh, I, I, I would have ha- I would have been happy to do that <laughs> I would have had to bring Tina with me, my assistant. She is the best at giving vaccinations. She's is she? A, oh my God, so good. I would only get shots from her. She's really good. You've met her before. She's fantastic. At she doing is it. awesome. Well, look, we love, you know, you're a sponsor of this podcast. We have partnered. Um, you're known for two things, concierge medicine and now medical marijuana in Maryland. And I want to kind of have you on to talk the three things that people need to think about if they're considering medical marijuana. And of course, they need to come see you. Now, this really only applies right now for Maryland residents, right? Breaking news. Oh! 
Um, I <laughs> j- literally this morning. Yes. I, I believe I can now certify f- uh, for residents of the District of Columbia. Oh. I just got an email. Now, it's not legal in Virginia yet. Um, I believe that legislation is pending, but I can now um, certify patients for the District of Columbia. And the, it's interesting. The process is actually quite different between the two states. So, really? So for Maryland and D.C., unfortunately, not Virginia. Okay, so tell tell people this. Why? What is a candidate? Who is a candidate for medical marijuana that they should think about coming to see you? So there are a number of specific conditions that qualify in most states. These are things that are not very common, but like glaucoma is one thing. Uh, severe seizures in some states is one thing. Um, so there are a number of conditions, but the way most legislation is written, anyone who has a serious condition that has tried other things and it's not working, and you can have a reasonable expectation that marijuana will help, uh, can be a candidate. So most severe conditions that are not responding to conventional therapy would qualify. So the things that I see commonly, anxiety, severe anxiety. They've tried all the antidepressants, nothing works. Insomnia, can't sleep. I've tried Ambien, I've tried this, I've tried that. Nothing seems to work. It's gotta be safer than Ambien. I just hear people with horrible Ambien stories. They get up in the middle of the night, they make turkey sandwiches, they cover themselves with lotion. It's like so crazy. And it's true. I I literally got a text message while I was in in the booth (laughs) waiting from a patient that that had tried Ambien and had that. And so I, of course, texted him back that maybe we should consider medical marijuana. I'm not making that up. I'll show you my phone. And they covered themselves with mayonnaise and woke uh, up no, the next day. Like, part, uh, no, not the mayonnaise part, but that, that had, had a bad reaction to Ambien. <laughs> so those kind of things, chronic pain, severe pain, fibromyalgia. Mm. A lot of people have fibromyalgia. Doctors don't sort of know what to do with that. A lot of patients with that feel sort of dismissed. This is a, a good possibility. So anxiety, insomnia, uh, chronic pain, those are the top things that I see, though there are a lot of conditions in, in which marijuana would help. You also say that uh, medical marijuana is good for people to start thinking about because lots of times it doesn't interfere with other medications. So what's great about medical marijuana, we talked about I like liking natural things. So yeah. it is it is natural. It's all natural. It's grown from a plant. It's it's processed, but it's 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 all natural. At least in the state of Maryland, there's no pesticides, all organic. So that's one thing. Wow. Two, completely safe. When used in the right way, which is a little bit different than me- recreational marijuana, but when, med- when marijuana is used medicinally in the right way, it is very, very safe. And it does not interact with most patients' medications. So this is why I think it's a particularly good drug for older patients, because older patients often have problems with a and pains. They also can't sleep. They're a little bit anxious and they're on these host of medicines for blood pressure and diabetes and cholesterol. And so having a medication that will not interact with other medications that's safe, that has very few to no side effects, is a really good thing. The other thing that's important is it is, it is not addictive, unlike narcotics, opioids, unlike yeah, scary. Things, even things like Ambien, which is you know not very addictive, but can be. Uh, cannabis is about as un- it's it's less addictive than caffeine. Yes. Oh my God. That and and how do you take it medically? You don't smoke it, right? So that's you- a really good question. So you can technically smoke it. In other words, if you sort of if you qualify for medical marijuana, either in D.C. or Maryland, you are able to get the plant, which they call bud and flower, bud or flower, and roll it up and smoke it. And you certainly can do that. And there's some medicinal properties. I never recommend that though for a couple reasons. Number one, smoking is bad for you. So even though it is a natural leaf, if you inhale the combustible carbon products and it gets into your lung, that's not really good. It can cause lung disease or cancer. But the other reason, the main reason is that it's really hard to dose a puff. Like another way people will use the leaf is they'll put it in like brownies or, or yeah, things sure, like that. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. So there are recipes. And again, it can have medicinal purposes, but it's not 
not, you don't know exactly what you're getting and what quantity if you have this, in other words, if you have the brownie from the center or the brownie from the corner, it could have a different degree of, of medication. What's good about uh, the medicinal products is that you know exactly how much THC, which is the uh, component of marijuana, which is psychoactive, which should have those changes. You know exactly how much you're getting. So there are a lot. So while you can get the stuff to smoke, I do not recommend that. I like to use tinctures, which are drops that you can put under your tongue, okay. pills. Um, uh, there are creams. I have patients uh, with with you know arthritic hands and joints, and they're rubbing marijuana cream on their oh, joints. That sounds help. great. Does that work for period cramps? Uh, does not actually. So. <laughs> So though you asked a legitimate question. Yes, so, I really, so, they're really so, bad. So, so, it, so marijuana will work for period cramps. The topical stuff, probably not, because it's not going to penetrate deep enough to where the pain oh. is. But for muscle-type cramps, it actually can be very, very helpful. <laughs> so, so, you, you, so you were talking about other issues with uh, flow and stuff like that. That it won't do anything to. But for cramps, for pain, it actually can be very helpful. My God. Uh, migraines are another thing where marijuana can work. And people have suffered from migraines, and they've tried Imitrex or similar medications, and it doesn't work. So yes, it could actually. You would probably qualify for medical marijuana. <laughs> so <laughs> so many things. So, this is awesome. Again, and, uh, and, and like and st- sticking with the, with the cramps. Uh, if you think about it, most you know most recommendations for cramps are for uh, anti-inflammatory drugs that you get over the counter, like ibuprofen or naproxen. And there's nothing wrong with those medicines, but sure. they're not completely safe. Okay, so those type of medicines can tear up your stomach. They can cause stomach ulcers or bleeds. People can die from taking Advil or Aleve. Now, I'm not oh, telling great. you. Oh, great. I just not, take like well, was, so many. Well, I'm not telling that you, <laughs> oh you can't take them. And if you take one dose, you're going to die. But it is a significant. There, there are side effects for everything, even over the counter. And so, so taking lots of those type of medicines it can help it can affect blood pressure it can affect your kidney it can affect bleeding and so if you're loading yourself up with those medications and especially if they're not working you know cannabis will not cannabis will will help with the cramps and does not affect your stomach does not affect your kidney is non-addictive and so there are other ways to take it okay so what if you work in dc but you live in Virginia. Like, is there, and can you just use it at work? So (laughs) there, I'll just tell you what, there is no reciprocity from state to state. That's my understanding. I think they were working on something, but reciprocity from state to state is very different. So even if you legally get medical marijuana in the state of Maryland and you're a state of Maryland resident and you work in DC, technically you're not supposed to bring the marijuana over the state line Ah. and use it in DC. So that would be technically against the law. Damn. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to move. <laughs> uh, or you can, you can double certify. That's one thing. Or, you know, you can just be use discretion. <laughs> use discretion. Uh, DrMince.com is your website. Yes. You're located in Bethesda. You're taking on new patients. It's $250 if you want to make an appointment and you think that you have a medical issue which may require medical marijuana. You say that lots of your patients get reimbursed if, in fact, it is a, um, a condition that qualifies by insurance to need medical marijuana, correct? Um, so, so it actually, it has nothing, the, the reimbursement has nothing to do with the qualification. So the okay. fee is $250. It includes everything. It includes the evaluation, it includes all the paperwork, it includes the certification, it includes counseling about what to use and how to use it. It's it's the whole package is 250 which is around the going rate, at least in the state of Maryland. One of the things that I'm able to do, because I'm a regular doctor, so most places where you go to get certified are these clinics, uh, usually not staffed by physicians, often with uh, nurse practitioners or, or even a dentist can, can certify you for medical marijuana. So most of the places that advertise that they do this are these standalone clinics, they're cash-only practices. Because I'm a regular physician that does this as part of my medical practice, I have the software, the electronic medical record to do billing so that I can generate an invoice 
for the ah. patient to take to their insurance and get reimbursed. Got it. Now, it does not work for Medicare and it doesn't work for an HMO. But as long as you have an insurance that will reimburse you for a non-participating provider to see someone outside of their network, as long as you're allowed to do that and can get reimbursed, then you can take my paperwork and you will get, if not all of it back, at least some of it back. That's awesome. And, and the, way, the way we're able to do this is because I'm seeing you not for medical marijuana. I'm seeing you to consult you on the condition that you have so that the, the paperwork that we send to, in other words, if I see you for a, you know, strep throat, the diagnosis is not penicillin, right? Sure. It's I'm seeing you for a strep throat. So if you come to me with severe pain or severe anxiety, then the diagnosis is not marijuana. The <clears> diagnosis <throat> is severe pain or severe anxiety. That's what's sent to the insurance companies. And Love so, it. because that's why I'm seeing you, I'm not, you know, I'm not seeing you for the treatment. I'm seeing you for the condition. Absolutely. Um, I mean, well, look, we could, we could talk to you all day, yes. but you are our doctor, uh, on, I guess, on call now hey. for us. So we're going to be having you on the show. If people have medical questions, Absolutely. you can always write to me, Sarah at HeyFrage.com, or you can make an appointment directly with you. DrMintz.com is your website right in Maryland, in Bethesda, Maryland. Um, so we're going to be seeing a lot more of you yes. and then, and then we'll have you on again and, and look for your blogs because you're going to talk what concierge medicine is more about medical marijuana so all that absolutely and also if questions pop up like about hickeys and things like that <laughs> feel free to give me a call the other thing i wanted to say is that if you're if you're in the mood to go shopping and your bestie aj is just not available at a time my daughter natalie who's 14 tj maxx is her favorite store so yes. i'm sure she would be happy to go shopping with you because she just loves that store she could spend her life at that store so if you ever need uh, you know a substitute shopping a TJ assistant Max, okay let me know and natalie would be happy to accompany you okay, great. <laughs> uh, tj maxx totally uh we always thank you so much Dr. Mintz. Um, we end the show on Mondays with Pineapple Mail, which is all of your mail, emails, whether it's comments, concerns about the show. You can email Sarah at HeyFrage.com. And then we do a lot of them on this podcast. And then we also um, do them a lot on 107.3. The show was on last night. Um, so I want to know what you think about this, AJ, okay? This couple wants to remain anonymous. But this woman writes, hey, Sarah, love the podcast. And I wanted your advice and producer AJ to weigh in as well. Here's the deal. I'm a stay-at-home mom. And my husband husband travels a ton. When he's out of town, usually before he goes out of town, we make sure that we stock up on everything in the house. Everything from um, you know groceries, all that stuff. And then he leaves money in our joint account for uh, like basically what I need, whether it's doing my nails, hair, etc. Recently, he went away for two weeks and left me $850. When he got back, we had a huge fight because I went through all of the money. I'm wondering, I don't think, this is the woman, she says, I don't think that eight, that a little over $400 a week is that much to just spend on yourself. But my husband thinks it's excessive. He says that he's, uh, it, it, he finds it disturbing that I could go through so much <laughs> money in such a short period of time. I would love your advice. What do you guys think? So I want to know, do you think like $850, if, if you were a stay-at-home mom, I don't think that's bad at all. So like $425 a week. And that's so she's saying her husband had an issue with this because all, everything is paid for all of her groceries, all of the diapers, everything for the baby. This was literally just supposed to be like additional spending money here and there, like perhaps gas. Do you think that that is excessive? Well, first off, I have no problem spending anybody else's money. Like, if it's his money that you he put in a joint account, he should be expecting for you to go through it. Why would he put $850 if he didn't expect you to burn through the $850? I agree. Uh, Lynn says that, holy shit, that is a lot. I mean, it's <laughs> a lot, but, like, you're a stay-at-home mom, you're taking care of the baby, you're taking care of the house when he's away. 
And you're allowed to go see a movie, get your nails done. I would get my hair done. I would get a pedicure. I would get the spa treatment. I mean, I guess at first I thought to myself, that doesn't seem like a lot. But then when you're thinking, okay, $425 a week when everything in your household is paid for. Like what? I mean, because your manicure, let's say, high end is $50. Manicure and pedicure. Okay. $150. Let's say you go get your hair done. Yeah, that could (laughs) easily be $250. I mean, money goes by... But then when I kind of got thinking about it, I was like, actually, what is this woman spending? She's probably going out to eat. She's probably going to Starbucks every day, getting herself a latte. And then she's going to get sweet green or some good ass salad. That's probably going to be, you know, $15. People are saying, by the way, that the husband has a right to be upset. I'm a stay at home mom. And that is a lot. Uh, Then uh, we also have a comment. I spend less than $60 a week on stuff for just myself. Okay, well, I'm a broke ass bitch. So same. (laughs) But I don't have a wealthy husband that's putting money in our joint account. Say hello. Oh, man. All right. Well, I guess when you think about it that way, maybe $425 a week is a lot. Why would he put, is that just like an emergency fund? Like my thing is, why would he put that in the joint account if he doesn't think she's going to spend it? That's a great it? question. But I think he's thinking like maybe, I think he's worst just thinking scenario. worst case scenario. Yeah. He didn't think that she'd go through every dime. <laughs> he comes back. He's like, well, what the hell is with the account? She's like, I spent it because he put it in there. I would have made up a lie. Like we got a flat tire. AAA was out I and like, I had to buy a new tire. I feel like we're inconclusive on this pineapple mail because we need to know like what did you spend the money on then? Yeah, like, we, I we need, need a details. full grocery list of like what was the, the money breakdown of what was spent. Because I'm always team woman until like, but what were you doing? I mean, that seems like a, that does actually seem like a lot. I would have I would have uh, put myself up at the plaza. I would have gotten broom service. I would have gone <laughs> to the gym. Apparently she spa. did. <laughs> that sounds like a good two but weeks. Then, I don't know how you live off less than $60 a week. That's amazing. Well, that's awesome. That means you are not spending money out like on food and stuff, which is what I don't. Well, also, I live at home. So my parents right. are cooking. $60 a week? That's amazing. That's like three cocktails for me. That's like great. I love that. We, we didn't get to like half the stuff. All right, look, we have so much more uh, on the podcast on Wednesday. Hopefully Paul Wharton is back. We'll get to um, a lot of you guys. If you want to leave us um, a comment on our Facebook or you want to email me your birthday, your birthday, all we need is like mine's February 13th um, and your significant others, whatever day there is. And then we're going to take this ancient relationship book that AJ's mom swears by. And AJ's mom has been married for 33 years of happy bliss like those two like seem really hot and heavy for each other after all these years now mind you my mom is constantly screaming at my dad but (laughs) he's still going strong guys so i don't know we're gonna read um and take your phone calls 888-920-MORE is the brand new phone number um so we're gonna take calls on wednesday all right age i think we're good right i think we're good bye everybody bye guys the Caspar. Caspar.